The history of people discovering dinosaurs is almost as interesting as the prehistory of dinosaurs actually roaming the Earth. As more discoveries have been made, the picture of what these amazing creatures looked like when they were alive has changed dramatically. From the lumbering, fat lizards of the 19th century, to the sleek killing machines of Jurassic Park, right up until the light, feathered relatives of bird, which we currently understand them to have been. Over the next few weeks, we'll be looking at some Pokémon based on misassembled fossils and common dinosaur misconceptions. We'll also take a little look at the history of dinosaurology. Of course, dinosaur fossils were found quite naturally by accident by people throughout human history. Many have speculated that this led to the appearance of dragons in so many disparate mythologies around the world. In China to this day, dinosaur fossils are sometimes used as dragons in ancient medicines. The first scholarly descriptions of what would come to be called dinosaurs were made in late 17th century England. These early bones, far outside any current understanding of the natural world, were attributed to giants and titans and other creatures from mythology. In the first quarter of the 19th century, Reverend William Buckland put together a clearer picture from more complete skeletons and identified the Megasaurus, the first classified dinosaur. The word dinosaur didn't come until a little later, and a trend for hunting the fantastic fossils soon swept the nation and the world. I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Dracozolt. Most generations of Pokémon introduce a couple of fossil Pokémon. One usually finds a fossil, holds it in their inventory for a while, and eventually meets a scientist who can use it to somehow reproduce the living animal. In Sword and Shield, things are a little different. There are four fossils total, two representing the front halves of prehistoric animals, two representing the back halves. When one front and one back are presented to scientist Kara Liss, she will combine them to create one of the four different monsters. In basic play, only one front and one back are available in each version, meaning only one monster is available easily to either a sword or shield player. Through digging in the wild area, or through trading, the others can be encountered. Dracozolt itself is actually one of the trickier monsters to obtain, needing the fossilised bird, which is easy to find in sword but tricky in shield, and the fossilised drake, which is the other way around. Dracozolt has a yellow feathered front body like a velociraptor, with lightning bolt wings and a crown-like crest. Its rear half is at first glance akin to a stegosaurus, although as it is named Drake, and seems capable of walking on two legs, Many have speculated a connection to the Drake family of dinosaurs. Pokemon Sword tells us, In ancient times it was unbeatable thanks to its powerful lower body, but it went extinct anyway after it depleted all its plant-based food sources. And Pokemon Shield tells us, The powerful muscles in its tail generate its electricity. Compared to its lower body, its upper half is entirely too small. Raptors, of course, are known for their agility and cunning. They're also the dinosaurs which were most readily accepted as feathered and bird-like, 
first by the scientific community, and even by the public at large. The Draco Rex was a pachycephalosaur, the family of headbutting monsters that are also known for charging forwards at high speeds. Speed and agility seems like a good combination, and this comes into play in battle. Dracozolt has decent speed and attack, with a wide range of attacking moves. Particularly, it has Bolt Beak, which does double damage when it attacks first. Dracozolt does look a little bit ridiculous, with its tiny little waist and a round thing in your face. Somehow, though, it's maybe the least ridiculous of Generation 8's fossil monsters, so you've got that to look forward to. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you've enjoyed the show, and you want to help me be able to keep hosting it online, please consider supporting at patreon.com slash lukelovespkmn. Just a dollar a month is a big help, and in return you can listen to episodes a week early. Fossil Month will continue for most of August. We still have three more of these abominations to talk about. If you have strong feelings about your favourite, or even your least favourite, please get in touch. The podcast is on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. Also, if you're into dinosaurs, why not check out my other podcast, Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary, where you can find episodes on King Kong and Godzilla, with more dinosaur movies sure to come in the future. I love Drake's old, and remember, I love you too.